me home tonight Oh, down beside that red firelight Oh, you're gonna let it all hang out Fat bottom girls, you, you make, make the Skag's world go round Yes, I love when Andy Stewart, when they play this at a rodeo and Andy Stewart, the rodeo announcer, goes, How many of y'all got brought your fat bottom girls with you to the rodeo? <laughs> you ever heard him say that? No, because I've never played it with him. Oh, he did it at Hempstead, Texas. Oops, oh, sorry. Oh, man, Hempstead. Yeah. I was just a skinny lad. Never knew long. Till a bull took out my right eye. Our guest today. This is his theme song. Naughty Nanny. <laughs> Wait, what did they just say? Hey, woman, you made a fat boy out of me. <laughs> this would be Skaggs talking to Keystone Light. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome, everybody. Rump Chat. He's, uh, you know, one of the Swiss Army Knives of professional rodeo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's currently choking right now. He's dying over here. Um uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Jeff Skaggs. Morning. <laughs> what it is? It's not morning. Technically, I wish, we would, I wish we would have recorded it. You calling him at ten thirty? Ten thirty a.m. What do you need? <laughs> Guess what? You're going to be on Rump Chat. Get your lazy ass out of the Ram display where you, where you live, and get over here. True. To get done in the raw. Where you and I pound beers during, when we were in Piala during perfs while I'm working. Yeah. It was funny, though. Uh, so Skaggs, his current job, you're talking about the Swiss Army Knife of Rodeo. Uh, Skaggs can load, load, flank, untie calves, drive a truck. Pack panels. Pack panels, set up an arena. Put to up signage. Specs, build the uh, people cage carrier. Oh. At PBR events, like <laughs> Skaggs has done it all, and we even me and Skaggs for all the y'all don't know at Belleville, Texas. One year, we had a big boy bull ride uh, on the buck on the bucket machine at the dance. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was ninety one and Skaggs was eighty nine. Rump pulled a hammy and got doctor points. Yeah, <laughs> I spurred the piss out of that bull. And remember that guy said, "Don't spur him." Oh, I remember that. And I said, that ain't the way that I ride bulls. <laughs> they call me J.R. Mooney for a reason. But uh, so Skaggs, uh, if you've seen the Ram display review, text the word Ram Rodeo to 555-555-555 for a chance to get in the 999. Is that what it is? 222. So text Ram Rodeo to 999-222. Go sign up now. Go sign up. To help pay Skaggs. So he pulls the big trailer, the the display trailer. And uh, in the front, it has living quarters. Okay? So, but when the display's set up, it is... Well, we don't need to tell everybody about this. No, yeah. no shut up, Skaggs. Yeah. yeah. People we don't get him well, no, I'm, no, I'm just saying, like, I, I was hanging out in the front of the Ram display trailer because it had an air conditioning. So while people are outside milling around, I'm just in there slamming beers and looking out the window. <laughs> Why Skaggs is working, so at Pialop. Yeah, it's a We're on the midway. Do. Yeah. And everyone's like, Did you see the clown just disappear into the RAM display? <laughs> that won't get you fired, will it? So I don't know. I don't think 
So uh, anyway, to, to let's let's uh, describe or let's you know for our guests that don't know Skags, um, you used to ride bulls. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you're from Missouri. Grew up. Yep. Grew up in Missouri. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about uh, the beginning. Let's meet Jeff Skaggs. Let's meet Jeff. <laughs> well, I don't know. I grew up in Missouri, 18, as soon as done with high school, took off. and I think I've lived in about every state in the Midwest from the top to the bottom. And uh, No Arkansas, though. Yep. No Tennessee. Well, you're close. You, you, live with, uh, you live by Wade. Do you still are you still down there doing stuff with Sundell? I haven't been uh, just because of uh, sickness and everything since I left his place. I had to go home and check on my mom, and so I don't get a chance to get back through there very much. But oh, I still try to stop by when I can. Yeah. So Jeff has one eye, and well, he's got two. This one doesn't work. Um, how tell the story of how that actually happened. actually he's got three eyes, two up top and one brown eye. If you know, <laughs> that brown eye's your butthole. About as well as the, the one that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all I, I don't know. I was, you're locking up on us. Well, I'm trying to think of this, how this happened. I mean, you don't remember how you lost your eye? Oh, I remember how. It's just. How how deep do we want to get into this? Let's get let's get deep, (laughs) going deep, nice and deep. We've got an hour to fill. (laughs) An hour to fill. I don't know. uh, Let a little bull riding uh, on the Kansas side, Wyandotte County, and the the guys that were picking me up the next day on Sunday, I think they're like, go over there on Saturday night. Uh, His mom and dad was putting on a bull riding or something over there. He's like, well, you're right there. So went over there thinking, oh, just a little easy money. We'll pick it up and roll on. And the other guy that I'd been rodeoing with that week, he said, oh, there ain't no way you're going to beat me on this bull. He said, you'd have to spray him before you ever left shoot some. <laughs> My dumb ass does it. <laughs> How did he spurt him in the chute? I know it was he was crossing the plane. You marked him out. <laughs> Just being that dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then here we are, one eye later. So did he jerk you down? No, and I actually, and I was all working out for the good, and then, uh, then it wasn't, and my spur hung in the handle of my rope and threw me underneath of him. Oh. And he just stepped on me. But if you watch the video, he, like, when he hits me, he knows it don't feel right. And he stops and, like, stepped off of me. And I walked around him. It was weird. Oh, but he stepped on your your head. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, yeah. That shows <laughs> us where we are now in this day and life. So was it like popping out or anything, or just scratch no, it? Is that what happened? No, it actually just blew the eye apart. Ooh. So that's why it's important to wear a helmet now. Well, I don't know. John Wayne didn't wear no helmet. <laughs> yeah, but John Wayne also didn't get his eye stepped on by a bull either. Yeah, true. But 
Do you think he would have really done it back in the day? John no. Wayne? No. They didn't use a lot of protection back then from what I hear. Hell. <laughs> How about you? Protection much? <laughs> After you lost your eye, did you buy condoms? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah. Does that help you with the girl skags? The one eye, like, oh, like lost it in Vietnam. Did you keep riding bulls after that? Yeah. I set out in a year. You know, it took 11 months to get the stitches out of my eyeball itself. And then I came back. I got on two that probably couldn't have kicked over <laughs> that beer can and fell <laughs> off. Like, I was like, piss on this, I'm done. Hung uh, it up. Never went no, back? No. I know a friend of mine, he was standing there, and he said, I don't know, he said, I'm going to pick. You're getting on one more. Same thing happens, you can be done. And he run pretty good bull in there. And uh, this bull jumped out and kind of faked one way and come around right in front of the out gate. And the guy working the out gate in his practice pen was trying to jump over it. I kicked him in the ass as he was trying to jump over the <laughs> out gate. And I was like, all right. That's it. Enter me up. Tomorrow. Oh, shit. So took off and kept on going. And then when you're done, but you've, you've done a you, – you worked at the uh, PRCA uh, merch booth. Mm -hmm. But you uh, you did go to the PBR for a while, right? Were I you, worked for them. Uh, Tommy Joe? Yeah, Tommy Joe, uh, 2000, yeah, 2000, and, and a few odd and end. Go through, like, a schedule, like, of a run, you know what I mean? Like, because you guys are obviously in there early, you know, mm -hmm. but it's just nonstop once you get to town, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd, we'd roll into town, and you'd hit town while, while some people are setting up housing, wherever we're housing at. The others are keeping having the, to keeping go the in. bulls. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. Housing. That means you know setting up PBR the bulls. term. Yeah, housing. Yeah. Bull, yeah. While you're setting up the bull pens. Yeah, bull, yeah, bull pens, bull housing, whatever you want to call it. But some are setting that up. Others are taking the bulls in to go to the Good Morning Americas and all that kind of stuff. And then you uh, PR. Yeah. So then you get to hang out and watch all the. Big shots do their interviews and, and uh, had a pretty good time in New York. What uh, happened there? Did you get some pussy? <laughs> well, we ain't gonna get into that. We don't. Yeah, get we tail rump, but uh, yeah, we do. This we is wrong. Hear some stories. Well, you go hear some stories, but I mean, we just can't break out with the. All right. Well, let me finish. We're this. talking okay. about PR and then. Yeah. Let me. Okay. Go ahead. So. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I forget which bull it was we had down there on the square in New York doing a Good Morning America or whatever. Got four panels sitting on a concrete slab and this bull that's probably two, well, he's probably close to 2,000 pounds, big one. And it was cold. And some of the big name, higher echelon of the PBR back then, they're sitting there and they're freezing. And they hop in the back seat of this police car sitting there on the curb while we do this, Bill. 
So I had to go get some pictures of <laughs> all of the upper echelon in the back seat of the squad car. <laughs> and uh, this was back before cell phones and you being able to send them out for snaps yep. and shit. Was it like a wind-up camera? That you like, like a was. Wind up <laughs> that everybody yeah. used to put on the tables yeah. at weddings. Yeah, yeah, those. You always go take a picture of your wiener. And <laughs> well, I don't know. I never. Me did. neither. <laughs> I don't really think it's something anybody really wants to look at first thing in the morning. Those usually don't have a zoom. How'd that work out for you? It wasn't me. It was uh, mm. I know Jordan Holland. Why are you <laughs> taking a picture of Jordan Holland's wiener for the for the wedding book? For the wedding, but yeah, I'm comfortable <laughs> who I am. Yeah. So, uh, so you took a picture of him with a Kodachrome camera. Well, I don't know. Probably we have one of them throwaway camera deals. You know, sitting in the back seat of the squad car. Was going to have it made up into a postcard, sent out with all of them. Looked like they was cuffed and stuffed in the squad car. You know, then we got pulled over in a limousine. Going to uh, a uh, mechanical bull riding that they were giving away PBR tickets and they needed people to uh, judge the deal. So, the I'm trying to think who, who it was, but they uh, said, Skaggs, you go in my spot because I got to take my wife out to eat. So they take three of us that <clears throat> should be back at the hotel sleeping, <laughs> and we go judge a mechanical bull riding contest in New Jersey or something. And we get pulled over in a limousine, probably like six squad cars behind us. So I had to get out of the limo, and all these Barney Fives are all grabbing their gun. I said, oh, said, I've been pulled over in a lot of shit before, but. I ain't never been pulled over like this. I gotta get a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Put your bullets back in the pocket there, Barney. <laughs> Why'd they pull you over? <laughs> said our cab driver, or our limo driver was driving erratically. I said, well, everybody out here drives erratically. <laughs> How can you tell one from the other? Pull over. No, it's a cardigan, but thank you for noticing. Uh, Dumb and dumber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was one of the good ones. And Did you bang anybody in the limo? No, not the limo. <laughs> what about that girl that chewed Copenhagen? Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Tell it. Well, I, we were some little bull riding, and I think it was in Illinois or something, but these guys that... I was kind of rodeoing with back then. They was from Mississippi. <laughs> Sorry, I already know this one. <laughs> oh, Pat. And, uh, Pat goes MIA. We're looking for him. But we find Pat, he is buckled the belly with this gal. And she, she's not a humongous girl, but she is bigger than Pat. And uh, so we're like, hey, you're on your own. We're going back to the room. And this is after we'd sat in the bar quite a while. We get back there. 
I was asleep. I think everybody, I think we was all asleep, but Pat comes in and he brings this, this gal with him. And they're over there wallowing around in a bed, look like two pigs trying to root out the gate. <laughs> wallowing around. Oh my God, I had to listen to this crap all night long. And oh shoot. The next morning I got up, got me chewed. Bathroom, I was laying there in my blankets, pulled over my head on the floor. And I can feel somebody walking around. As I look up, and this gal is stepping over my head. <laughs> Ain't got no clothes on. Oh. <laughs> no, there's a, there's Did she a, wink at you? There's a terminology for that. It, well, it what looked like it? she... It's called beaver crossing. <laughs> yeah. It looked like she had Chewbacca in the head scissors. Oh. I'm like, oh, good Lord. I know. So when she comes back out, I know. You didn't like it, did you? No. I mean, she came back out of the bathroom, and she's like, hey, uh... Can I get some of that Copenhagen? And I said, oh, you nasty bitch. I said, Pat might still want to kiss on you or something. <laughs> he <nasty>. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, she just reaches in there. And, and you I'm, let her do it? Oh, yeah, yeah. She put her hands, probably touched a weenie in your Copenhagen Well, can. she'd just come out of the bathroom, so I figured she'd washed her paws. But, <laughs> but hell, I may have left the can. I don't know. I I, know okay. I was in a hurry when we got Didn't up. and she, What about the one you were with? And she <laughs> takes her Copenhagen out of you. You um, nasty. <laughs> Do you, oh, I can't I remember. Can't, I don't you remember. know what, though? No, like, we're we're going to bring in somebody. That It's almost like, a, <laughs> man, what a great night of sex. Boy, I sure could go for a dip of snuff right now. <laughs> like, yeah. We had a whole segment once. We're we're bringing in a special guest here. Hello. Will, this is uh uh welcome to Rump Chat Raw with Jeff Skaggs. Uh ladies and gentlemen, we have the uh, uh general manager of Championship Pro Rodeo slash Frontier slash I don't know. Uh Hello boys. Uh Will O'Connell. Hello, yeah. Will. So how's everybody doing? Good, good. We're just here in old Rodeo Town, USA. And uh Oh yeah. Um, we got Skagalicious on, and and he's only had he's only on his first beer, so he's he's, he's a little timid. He's a little slow. Uh, we woke him up, so we need we I I nobody has more Skag stories than you, so um we we need some good stuff. We, it's a raw, so we got to get him going here. We needed to kick. Well, I actually got I actually got a really good one that ties into old Rodeo Town USA. <laughs> What do you have on this one? So, uh, one time me and old Skag were on the World's Toughest Tour, and we were on the road for about six weeks, and we all got to Atlanta, and uh, we were there for about four days, and it was a Tuesday, so we decided the whole crew was going to go out that night and have us a little fun. Well, old Skag, my old roommate, my old buddy, was uh, dating this girl at the time, and he was bound and determined he wasn't going out with us that night because his woman was driving to Cheyenne for a job interview and he had to keep her up. So it was about time to get going. We cleaned up and I said, Skaggs, come on. Nope. I ain't going. I ain't going. I got to keep my lady up. I ain't going. So about an hour rolls out and uh, we're getting ready to walk out there. 
well, hold on. I guess I'll go with you. Yeah. But I ain't drinking. I ain't drinking. He said, said, okay, that's fine. That's fine. So we get to the bar and we walk into this bar and it's like the size of the Dallas Cowboys stadium. And there's nine people in there and we are seven of them. So I go up and get me a drink and walk back over the pool table and Skaggs goes, what are you drinking little buddy? And I said, here, have you a drink. He he takes him a sip and he goes, no, that ain't too bad. I guess I'll have one. All right. And there it goes. I walked up to that old bartender and I gave him a $60 tip and I said, whatever he drinks, make it the double. I said, this is your tip and there will be more. So I bring it back over and I said to Skaggs, I said, if you're only going to have one, you might as well chug it so you get some use out of it. Well, about 45 minutes later, we couldn't find Skaggs. He was up at the bar doing shots with the bar owner's wife. And then he proceeded to go to the bathroom and puke. So when, when Skaggs, when Skaggs come out of the bathroom, I had six shots of absolute vodka or water and one shot of vodka for my old no, buddy Skaggs. He wasn't it wasn't drinking. vodka. Don't lie about it, William. You give me Everclear, you ding Oh, God. Oh, like, yeah. that's better. Oh, yeah. grain yeah. alcohol. Yeah, Everclear, like, rubbing alcohol. Yeah. There was one guy with us. Alcohol. How I figured this out, the one guy that was with us, our DD, don't drink ever. And he throws this shot back like, don't even make a face. And I was like, you cocksuckers. <laughs> I think I so, rode from the bar to the hotel with my feet on the running boards. Oh, all no, down it, the it side of TJ's wife's uh, Tommy Joe's wife, brand new excursion. We just had to get detailed that day and cleaned up because they were coming into town and she needed her car back. And 300 she bucks. all over this thing. <laughs> well, the kid behind me, you know, I don't know what he was thinking, you know, but he had the window cracked so he could smoke. <laughs> and uh, oh. he got drowned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you so picked out the window, the guy, the guy behind you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, well, my feet were on the running boards, and uh, I was trying to puke out of the vehicle, but we were going down the interstate. I thought you said when you went uh, to the bar that you weren't going to drink. Well, <laughs> I always say that, too. Oh. <laughs> but but it gets better. <laughs> so we get back to the hotel room. I mean, we got to carry Skaggs back to the room. I get him in his bed, and his phone goes to ringing. And it is his girlfriend, who is driving to Cheyenne, to her interview, and Skaggs is not awake to keep her up. Well, about the fifth time it rang, I just reached over and turned his phone off. So about 3.30 in the morning, I wake up, and I am laying on my bed. And Skaggs is over top of me, has a knee on each side of me, and his hands on my throat. And he says, you, you, you motherfucker, you are trying to ruin my relationship. <laughs> and I pushed him. I said, get off me. I pushed him, and he fell between the wall and the bed. And at 1.30 the next afternoon, Skaggs was still in between that bed and the wall in the fetal position. The most hungover I've ever been in my life. <laughs> at 1.30, they finally got me out of the floor and between the air conditioner, and I got into bed. And I did not and get there up. until the next morning. No, I think you all woke me up at, like, six or something, but I was so hungover I couldn't eat. What about the girlfriend? So well, gets, that's so, bye-bye. <laughs> Is that the so, so later on that year, I feel bad for Skaggs. They, they went their own way, 
and we were in Sydney at Rodeo Town USA, and yeah. me and Kenny Kingery are going to try to cheer old Skaggs up. So we're at the old Legion, and Skaggs, we were talking about this story, and he says, you know, I owe you one. You will never get me like that again. Uh, well, he goes to the bathroom, and we tip yeah. the old bartender there again at the Legion, and every time he took a drink, turned his back, she keeps filling it up with crown. Oh. Oh, yes. Uh. Yes. What a- <laughs> hey, Skaggs, so um, tell about the time with Will and the security. Oh, oh yeah, William and uh, the Rice Lake Bull Riding Extravaganza. No, no, it's at St. Paul at the World's Toughest with the duck. Oh, with the duck? Yeah, that's yes. always a good story, the duck story. Well, we had all been to... Well, this would be before... This would have been uh, right there, I think, before the uh, I'm a. You got to do yours. I'm going to kill you. In the mic. There you go. There you go. Go buckle beer. Uh, yeah, this would be pre uh, me killing Will at Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we're in St. Paul. <laughs> Okay. Girl, tell the, the, girl, the, girl, tell the we, fucking story. It's been nine minutes. Here. God dang. We we, we all go to the bar that we all go to the bar that night. Well, Skaggs' his girlfriend here, so he don't go with us. They're having a romantic pizza. Is this the same me. one that you're supposed to keep up? Yeah, this you were yeah, having a romantic, romantic before, pizza before date before his me killing Will. But so we, we all go to the bar and we get back and there's me, Charlie Barker, Ben Charlie Meyer, Barker. Eric. Eric Wolford. Eric, There's a bunch of Steve Wolvey. Well, in this Executive West Hotel, they have a huge duck pond with all these ducks in it. Yeah, it's at the Embassy Suites. So we're all pretty hammered. Uh. Yeah, the Embassy Suites. So we uh, we all decide we're going to go in $50 a man. First one to catch a duck wins the pot. They're well, waiting them guys were, the, the wishing well. Them guys, them guys were all on the edge of the the pond trying to reach and grab one well will just bailed in knee deep chasing them through the water trying to catch one well here come the security and the cops so i take off running to the elevator which a glass elevator mind you glass elevator <laughs> and the and the rooms are all open to the inside so you can't get away from nobody so i go straight up to my room i think i'm away away from them and i run in there and skaggs and his girlfriend are in the bed and i go running and jump across the other side butt of them naked. and I duck down. <laughs> butt naked. Beaver crossing. And I hide underneath the bed and I go, what, what are you doing? Get, get the hell out of here. What are you doing? I said, Skaggs, there's going to be a knock on this door. I said, when they come, I'm not here. And he said, what the hell did you do? I said, don't matter. Just, I'm not here. <laughs> did you have the duck with you at this point? No, no I think he no, turned I, the duck loose. Donald was still roaming free on the hallway. So, uh, about three minutes later, there's a knock at the door. Skaggs, he puts his shorts on, walks over the door, and they said, did somebody come back in here about three, four minutes ago? And Skaggs goes, yep, he's back there hiding under the bed. <laughs> oh, I didn't sell him out like that. You bitch. No, I didn't sell him out like that. What did you that. say? How did it happen and then? I opened the door. There's a cop standing there. And uh, I've got a chub. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, and this How big says, of it? Full on chub? Full on raging chub or just a miniature chub? Just chub. Just, okay. just, just happy. I've just been interrupted. Oh, throwing down my best acrobatics here. <laughs> oh. The cop looks at me and he said, "Where's he at?" And I said, 
who are you talking about? And he said, I just watched him come in here. Where's he at? I said, Will, the door's for you. So He's back there under the bed. So, Will, Shimmy's out from under the bed, you know. Comes out front, and the cop's talking to him. And I, like he wasn't going to get caught. I mean, he already knew where he was at. Let's just save everybody some time here. I can get back to what I was doing. William can maybe catch an hour nap at the jailhouse before he has to be at the perf. I was looking out yeah. for both parties. <laughs> and that son of a bitch, he owed, I, it was owed to him. Did you finish? Oh, I'm sure that I did. No, I probably went right back and, and like nothing ever happened. But <laughs> Did you get arrested, Will? No, they took me downstairs and they were going to kick me out of the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I told that cop, he said, uh, he said to me, he said, uh, well, you can't stay here. You're going to have to leave. And I said, well, you guys might as well just give me a ride. And he said, a ride where? I'm not arresting you. I said, well, I'm going to go outside here and cause a scene. I said, it's pretty cold outside. I said, so you're going to have to take me down for public intox. He kind of looked at me funny. And he looked at that manager. And they ended up letting me go back to my room. I was not allowed to leave my room till checkout time. And had to come down with my bags and leave the front door immediately with no breakfast the next morning. No breakfast? <laughs> oh, man. You know what I would have said? I said, show me the rules where it says you can't catch a duck in here. Well, just so everybody knows, in Minnesota, there is rules to catching ducks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they were like $10,000 protected ducks that we tried to catch. Seems Just tell me you're trying to pet them. There may have been a, um, a governor or a senator or some higher echelon in the uh, government field caught him one and I guess took him to his room and was fitting to barbecue him at when the cops got there. Say what? Yep, they did. You are he, full of he shit. He snapped the neck on his duck. That's the story they told us the next morning. So, in uh, the hotel? Yeah. In a the government hotel. official killed a duck to eat it at the embassy suites. <laughs> they supposed that's the story that the management look, told us. Look, I'm full morning. of shit. And I like a good story, but I don't know if I can get behind that. Uh, hey, but there's that. You want to hear one of the best gag stories? Yes, I do. So, it's my brother's bachelor party. We're all at John Harrison's house. Oh, God. We hang out for a few days. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, Alan Dessel is, uh, we're all going to go hog hunting. So Skaggs and Wade come over. Alan shows up. We've got like five or six rangers full of people, like six or eight dogs. So we all start out. They turn the dogs loose, and like within five or ten minutes, they've caught three hogs. Like We're like, this is badass. Like, this night is going to be awesome. Yeah, the bay dogs are all running in this big blue. Skaggs is, black Skaggs is blue's handler. Blue is a big old pit that weighs about 120 pounds, Huge and Skaggs is pit. blue's handler. So we catch the dogs all back, and uh, we're back in these rangers, and we turn to catch dogs loose. And Skaggs is in the back of this ranger holding old blue, just Skaggs and blue. And we drive for about 30 minutes, and then everybody hears this squeal. Blue, blue, you son of a bitch! Blue, get off me, you son of a bitch! This dog well, blue, has jumped on my blue back has and had on, me laying uh, on a 
the roof of blue, this ranger uh, trying to mount me. Got, <laughs> blue, blue, blue has got his mouth around the back of Skaggs' neck and got him bent over the ranger and is going to town on Skaggs, pumping the shit out of him. And Skaggs is yelling for help. And by this time now, everybody has pulled around in a circle around Skaggs with their headlights shining and just watching this dog. They're watching this. Them Skaggs over. Huge dogs molest me. <laughs> Not a one, not a, not a friend. You liked one. it a little bit. Did you not, like it a little bit? No, it was. <laughs> did you? Why didn't you just? Uh, oh my God! Yes. You should have punched me. Should have turned around and beat him off. Wait. I was trying. I was trying to beat him off of me, but I hell, I'm trying to keep my balance in a damn ranger. You're trying to beat him off. Not that every way. time Skaggs, every time Skaggs would yell and wiggle a little bit, that dog would get him a little bit bigger clamp and just hold him down a little harder. <laughs> Oh, Why didn't you get video of that? Uh, uh, so to re- recap the last couple stories: stealing ducks and getting banged by dogs. <laughs> Life uh, and times of Jeff's cat. If it was raining pussy, I'd get hit with the dick every time. <laughs> I've never heard that. But that would suck if you're out there and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, it might rain, and whack, wiener. <laughs> that dog, he was a big son bitch. I mean. how, so how did that end? Did you just let him finish? Oh uh, yeah, we never got a hold of the dog. We weren't going to get bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was biting you. He had his mouth he had around my soft, neck. He had him a soft, <laughs> neck, he had him soft hold around the back of Skaggs' neck and had him pinned down. Well, I was trying to get flopped uh, over to flip him out of the damn. Make you'd make, back of the brain. Damn sure to make sure your pants don't start coming down. Better make sure that belt cinched up good. <laughs> the, the blue around blue. I think even more horny than catching pigs. But. Didn't you uh, drag something back last year during Sykeston? I can't remember. I thought there was a story. He, uh, sorry, Ooh, the next. No, so if he's, that was uh, he scabs with a big blue dog. Don't yeah. say shit. No, but there at Sykes a couple of years ago, uh, lady, we were back there after the rodeo with the little, yep. little Becky, I think they call it, little Becky. The, the, well, just the word, the beer, mm-hmm. the yeah. committee beer garden, yeah. Yeah, well, we were all back there hanging out, and this woman, she says, where is that other ram guy? And I was like, that one, she said, yeah, that one wearing the plaid shirt or whatever. I said, oh, Jacob. I said, well, I don't know where Jacob is right now. And this gal's name was LaDonna, I believe. So I called. uh, (laughs) LaDonna. Yeah. Called Jacob, and I said, hey, where you at? And he won't answer his phone. So I leave him a message, and I said, hey, if you do not tell me where you are at, I'm fixing to give this woman your address here in the parking lot and bring her to your house, but she is in search of you. And uh, this Jacob would not be found until the next morning at 8 a.m. Don't you ever, ever threaten me with bringing that woman to my house. And, uh, Sounds just like Jacob. <laughs> He, he was at his trailer watching uh, live, live PD. PD. <laughs> Why are you sweating? Hey. I was watching cops. <laughs> hey, so the last time I was at Sykes, and you know the great water balloon fight that they have. Oh, yeah. That's when we when we uh, 
uh, taped you to a chair and you got all buttered yeah. about it? Well, I got away from you guys, though. <laughs> we took the tape off. No, you didn't. I broke it and hit Boyd with the chair. Why oh, that's true. Back. <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that part. <laughs> but old Skaggs was pretty hung over that day. He's just coming out of his trailer, and we filled all them water balloons, you know, the ones that you can put the rotten egg smell in. <sighs> and Skaggs, he was outside picking up around his trailer, and we pulled up, and I got him on his blind side. And I rear back, and I smoked him right in the face with one of those oh, rotten egg water balloons. One of them water, rotten eggs water balloon and that skag he stopped he went to dry dry heaving and gonna puke and he says you you sorry son of a bitch you filled these with toilet water <laughs> it did it smelled horrible but he broke my sunglasses and it just, i had one half of my sunglasses sitting on my nose and the other half is laying on the ground luckily it was was I only the, need one lens. So. I know, but was, was it on the right side? Yeah, it was. Oh, well. Will get pretty good aim, I guess. <laughs> I was able to it is gnarly. Them. It is gnarly. I got a uh, one of those little uh, shoots, little gel BBs. Uh, you soak the little BBs in water, and they, they swell up, but they're like gel. And it shoots like, you know, I don't know, I think it's like 100 rounds a minute. Or something like that. I don't oh. like the water fight. Or more than that, yeah. So the, I, I, the I, for it's, it's, it's a, it's an automatic. So I'm prepared. Oh, don't worry, I'm prepared. Are you going to oh, be at Saxton? You? Yeah, you're going to stay in your trailer. Uh, I'm at Saxton. Hey, have you, have you been to the reefer party there? Um, We're going to have to get you three about two, two, three. Was it three o'clock on Saturday? The reefer party. Yeah, we don't need to know times and places and shit like that. I don't this. think you're we, supposed to talk about the reefer party. Yeah, it's like that's right. Club. You're right. I'm they, gonna, yeah, they, you're right. It is. And for for reefer means refrigerated trailer. Yeah, not we, not not mere Joanna. Yeah, it's a refrigerated not, trailer. So you have Boy Scouts getting Pepsi's and waters out <laughs> as uh, community guys are yelling, "Shut, shut the, the fucking door." door. <laughs> Live chickens and bears and whatever they can find. I guarantee Harleys. They, if they could get a blow bear, up dolls. If they could get a bear in that cooler, they'll do it. Well, they got you in there. Hell, no, but like a live bear, that would be pretty cool. From the front of that, they had a bear chain to the front where, you know, could get close. Oh, oh. skags! Is it? Hold on, let's see who it is. Uh, Kenny Mason. Oh, uh-huh. let that one go. Yeah, <laughs> you're busy. I hear Ken outside on his moped right now. <laughs> his Vespa. Oh, so uh, yeah. What other? I know you guys. Can I tell one quick one on Will? Uh, please do. Will almost died here in Sydney, Iowa. Which time? On my watch. We yeah. Thanks for that. We uh, decided to put Will in my clown barrel, and oh, yeah. we had it in the back of my pickup. <laughs> and Will goes. Hey, you dare me? Because we're adults at this point in life. You dare me to get in your barrel and let me, or you can push it off the back. So Chase, Sarah we were going to push it, push it off the back of his truck down the hill. <laughs> let it roll. Which hill? The one by the feed oh, barn over feed there. Feed. Oh, feed ooh, barn. That's pretty good. I was hill. like, that's not a good idea. Let's just push you out. So I go to push Will out, and the barrel kind of gets lopsided, and it comes out head first, and Will hits his head on the concrete. In the barrel, and it just cools his ass. I mean, uh, knocked him out. It can only <laughs> happen to William. And it was like, you know, 
It's like when you accidentally hurt your brother's sister and you're like, you're okay, you're okay. And Chase's like, he's not he's not awake. I'm like, he's fine. Season the bear, I'm like, you're all right, buddy. Come on, Will. And then that, that same year is the year that I put Will uh, belly first on the shuffleboard table here at the bar in town and ran the length of him and he hit the end and almost went through the, the window into the street. <laughs> that shuffleboard table. I've seen a lot of shit. I know. I've seen Will uh, yeah, about die too, that fight in Fort Madison. Or that really hot chick. When you got beat up, Will? When don't you get beat up? I mean, Will couldn't fight his way out of a wet paper I, Although bag. I will say, she was a good looking girl, and, and it was kind of worth getting your boot kicked to your face. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the fight? By, by a 60 year old man. No, no, I didn't see this at Fort Madison. It was, kid, but it was, I have it was seen the boyfriend's one. dad. <laughs> the boyfriend's was, dad. Yeah. What was it he was doing 18, with the boyfriend? No. It was eighteen. It was eighteen on two, and the only help I had was Brett Stall, and he looked like a little Jack Russell dog that <laughs> would get kicked and thrown out of the circle. And here he come running back. Boy, when Brett Stall's your only help, you are effed. <laughs> yeah, he's not very big, but he, yeah, yeah, he, took he ain't it. very big, but he's gritty. Yeah, he is. I miss old Brett. How's he doing? Good. Good. He's Talked to him the other day. Oh, good deal. He's, he's got Brett Stahl, uh, NFR bull riders who we're talking about from Minnesota. So a little weighs, frame of reference. Weighs 38 pounds. Well, he's the skinniest little guy. Blevins. Yeah, he walks around like 80-year-old Blev. Almost got a crane. A crane? Or a cane. Okay, cane. great. I know he's a crane. <laughs> you know what I was getting at, Walking damn it. Walking got a crane. Well, he'd probably catch one of them, too. Will, where are you at in the world this week? You in Dodge City? Dodge, Dodge City, Kansas. Oh, nice. You had the Extreme Bowls last night? Yes, sir. Yeah, Extreme Bowls last night. Rodeo starts tonight. Did uh, See, this is what and our dear friend, Freddie B., and I know he can't control everything, but to have two big Extreme Bowls on one night, Lovington and Dodge City, oh. I know it goes back to, thank God, Lovington goes back to its regular dates, which is, Next week, it's always during Sykeston and mm. Lawton and all that, but it just doesn't make any sense to have two big extreme bulls. There's just not that many guys. Yeah. We had 47 bull riders here last you night. You did? Because yeah. from what I heard, there weren't that many entered. They must have walked up or what? I don't know. There were there was like 40, 50 entered or something. We ended up bucking 47. Was there that much? Maybe I'm just thinking yeah. the year before it was tough. Yeah, a year before they were a little hard, but yeah, 47 guys last night. Well, that's good. Who was the champion? Yeah, yeah who won it? Um, some young kid I never heard of. But fan favorite, <clears throat> Big Aaron Corson, did a backflip last night, boys. Got him another check. He's fixing to make his way back to that NFR. Well, he, he won Mitchell on Monday. Did he really? Yeah, but last night he was 79 and a half and backflipped. I feel like. Don't waste your back. Yeah, it needs to be uh, 85 and up. Big earn. But it's pretty cool when he does it, and the crowd loves it. And that's a nice guy, humble, just a... Got his family with him. Yep. 190 and degrees. I, like, obviously, I root for my brother-in-law, but, like, that guy right there, like, he is a inspiration to everybody. 40-some years old. His wife, his two kids, rodeos by himself, takes his family away, just left Florida on a whim trying to make the finals. And, I mean, that guy is – he's cool. Well, he's talented. Yeah, he can ride. Yeah. Earn Bob. Dang right. Earn Bob. Big Earn. Wasn't, he, wasn't a, he in the military or something? He was gone for a while. No, I think he he did something uh, 
on boats or something, didn't he? he was looks he a like, fisherman or he something? He looks like Joe Dirt. Like, he really, really does. does. He really does. For those frame of reference, uh, Ernie Corson Jr., look him up. But, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a guy who, you know, he's always rode, but kind of down the southeastern circuit. Mm. And then, you know, just decided he had the talent, and he said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I don't do it now. I'm never going to do it. So, like Will said, he just took off. and Life's a garden. Dig it. And he had a good winter. Uh, he won some money at Stream Bulls at, at Angelo and San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio. And, you know, and kind of gave him a good start. And then he got hurt and he's been out for a bit, but he's back well, now. Well, so he got hurt at Reno. Wrecked his, wrecked his face, caved his whole face in. Yeah. yeah it was and pretty, he, pretty severe. He went to a helmet after that. Yep. Uh, probably smart. Like he, yeah, he got hurt bad at Reno. Which but, probably wouldn't be a bad idea if we got maybe a half helmet for Skaggs. Just, just to wear? Pro, pro, yeah, probably probably wouldn't hurt to get Skaggs in a helmet. Well, I don't need no helmet now. But yeah, there's most nothing I left to hurt. Do, yeah, <laughs> most I can do is tip over and maybe hit my head. Did you ever, Skaggs, did you ever work at the PBRs with Ted Groney? Uh, I've worked with Ted on other events, but I don't think Ted... I don't think he was around at the PBRs. So, Ted. Remember when you almost drank Ted's eye at Dallas? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I had to stay with Ted. And at night, Ted has a glass eye. And he would take his glass eye out and put in a cup of water right by the sink. And I've seen, not that I'm proud of this because he's a nice guy, but I've seen Ted Grony naked probably 147 <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, we went to the bar and got a little bit boozed up. I get back and I take my contacts out to go to bed. And with my contacts out, I can't see shit. Well, I get up and I got the old cotton mouth and need me a little drink. I just stumble up to the old deal and grab this cup of water. And I go to throw it back. And right when I put it to my mouth, Ted's freaking eye is looking right at me. I mean, his eye is looking at me. And I said, damn it, Ted, get your naked ass up and put your eye somewhere else. I almost drank Ted Groney's glass eye. Oh, Nasty. I didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't like I was like, pop it out, Ted. Let's have some fun. Uh, have you, see. Have you ever thought about getting a glass eye, Skaggs? I have one. Really? I have one. It looks just like it. It's the same kind Can of Ted has. Do you have it with do you? you? Have a, do you have it? Yeah, I've got it. It's down there in the trailer. In there. Do you have like different ones? Like, you know, ones like crosshairs and ones um, like. No, but it, I always said that if I was going to have another one made, I was going to get. Get one cool one, and uh, I know I thought maybe Donald Duck flipping you Jake, off. You've never wore your glass eye. I wear it for special occasions. You're like that guy <laughs> off the John Wayne movie who tries to raffle it off for beer money. Well, yeah, I'd do that too. But I, I put <laughs> what's it in a special, people's drinks. What's a special occasion you wear your glass eye to? Oh, I put it in for a couple of, couple of my buddies' weddings and stuff, but it don't stay in very long. Scares everybody is all it does. <laughs> Why? It starts, it starts looking the other well, way. Well, I, you have when to I, keep it lined up. When I, first, I don't mean that rude. I, I just, no, I don't know. No, well, see, I don't wear mine enough, so uh, the socket is like uh, smaller. It's not stretched out. So, it but wouldn't you want can, a tight socket to stick it in? Yeah, like, so but, it stays in one spot. Well. Mine, see, it'll, it's supposed to move a little bit like your other eye. So I don't wear mine enough, so it might stick here and there. And one night, we was in the bar, had a group of gals around, and a 
friend of mine, he walks up and he says, hey, I better do something about that. And this wall of mirrors beside us, and I learned and look. I got one eye point straight ahead, and the other is looking 90 degrees around the corner. <laughs> and I don't have my little suction cup to where I can break the suction of this eye to straighten it back out, so I have to try and get a finger underneath the edge of it pop that suction so it'll go back to straight. Yeah, by the time I got done doing that, I had every woman in the place about to heave. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> so don't wear the fake eye no more. Oh, God. Yeah, but you can stare at two Do chicks it. at once. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, nobody will know what you're looking at. They'll call you old crazy eye. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's skags. Skagalicious. I mean... We 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 should have had some more beers in you, because I you got going on some stories. Will, do you have one more good skag story? Uh, I don't know. I think I think I think them are probably good for today. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, but there are more, is what you're saying. Oh, oh yeah, there's a lot more. Oh, there's stories for days. Well, then let's go. Let's get let's get well, one more. I mean, Give me a good juicy one. I'm trying. It to don't think, have to I be mean, about a lady. It can yeah. be about anything. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to think of anything that you know. Like you're all, you're putting me on the spot. I got okay. I got I got. Hey, I got one on rum. Okay. <laughs> for the weekend, that he rolled me out of the barrel and tried to shove me through the uh, glass window off the sliding board table. Okay. So that was all uh, when. We were in Sydney because we were keeping stock out there for Omaha. The tour oh, for yeah. Well, uh, Chad Committee had oh, yeah. been very pleasant to be around all weekend. No, he wasn't. He was a dick. <laughs> he was being sarcastic. <laughs> so Rump was, uh, we're the last day at Omaha, and Rump decided he was going to uh, take crap in a Walmart sack. And uh, put it under the seat of Chad's pickup. <laughs> the old dead fish. <laughs> so, Rump told me that he he gets in this goose in this trailer in Chad's trailer, and he gets in this Walmart sack and he squatted down. And he says, uh, "You stand outside and keep a lookout." Well, I, I, ho- I, I hook the the I hook the the handle over my weenie, and then I hold it from the back to poop in it to put it in Chad's pickup. I know it sounds gross and. Why did you have to hook it on your weenie? Well, because and you put it, it underneath. Like, the, the, I know, but why couldn't you just use both hands? <laughs> I don't know. He had to steady himself. <laughs> yeah, I was. Have you ever tried to? No. Anyhow. No, I haven't. Good. So he tells me to keep a lookout. So he's well, in there. Will, let this back this up. I said, Will, I said, I'm going to take a dump in here. If anybody comes by, holler because I don't want to be caught in this trailer, and I was not thinking pedestrians, thinking if Chad walks by, I don't want him knowing I'm taking a crap in this Walmart sack to stick it underneath the back seat of his pickup. So, I mean, it was so pretty I, clear. I'm like, <laughs> make a noise or do something. So I was sitting out there, and this guy walked up, and he had two pretty good-looking girls with him. Well, he's like, oh, I know a shortcut into the building. He's like, there's a door over here. So he starts walking down the side of the trailer, and I'm like, oh, crap. So I kind of sneak around the front of the pickup, and I'm just peeking, and one of those girls says, I've got to pee. And that guy goes, oh, well, here, just go in this trailer. Oh, no. <laughs> so uh, she opens the door, and she did. She let out a squeal, and so did Rump as she opened the door, and she squatted it in there, pooping in that sack. <laughs> 
I was so embarrassed. She's like, oh my God. And I'm like, it's not what you think, but it is. <laughs> but I actually did. I, I finished it and uh, tied it off in the sack and I stuck it underneath the back seat of that pickup. And uh, then about halfway through the rodeo, we turned the truck on on full heat. And uh, I don't know if he ever found it. That was also, was it also the year that I got my ass cheeks out and put a cowboy hat on top and Sparky semi? Yeah, and asked you this <laughs> asshole driving your truck. Yeah. Those were actually pretty fun times working at Omaha. Yeah. Had to choke you tried that people. To, you tried that to Hank Franzen one time in Vegas. Oh, that was the worst ever with old Hank. I, uh, I had, like, bad burns on my butthole from it. Like, because when the... Uh, Benny Binion livestock sale was at the at the Thomas and Mac. We had to start loading at Horseman's Park at like four thirty a.m. So we're the sun's about up, and and uh, me and Jeff Rector and a pickup gooseneck, and Hank's hauling in, and so uh, we're behind him. So I tell Jeff, I say, "Hey, pull up by Hank. I'm going to moon him." Because I love Hank, and you know I, I I love messing with Hank. So he goes, "Okay." So boy, we get ready. I get my ass cheeks out. And I'm up in the window, and we pull up by the Powder River Semi, and I, and I'm slapping my ass, going, "Hank, this is you." <laughs> Hank has got the biggest cup of coffee ever, and he just takes that cup of coffee, and takes the cup off and just tosses it out the window, directly onto my butt. <laughs> <laughs> and that Hank laughed his ass off. He thought it was the best thing ever. And what I'm gonna do? What am I gonna do? Fight Hank? I love the guy. That's why I don't find him. He's got a paw so, so, so big. What are you? You got a CB in there, Will, or what? Uh, oh, Ricky Bobby's got his uh, GPS on. Are you in a oh. Volvo right now? No, we're in a Ford pickup. Why in hell do you got Ricky Bobby driving? He's number one employee this month. Employee it, of the month. Is, is that the Three we, Hills Ricky Bobby? Yeah. Is that the Dayton, Iowa Ricky Bobby? <laughs> no. No, that was, uh, oh, your man at Prescott. Russell, Russell, your the, man, love, Russell, Russell the, the love, love muscle. muscle. Does Russell still work for you, Will? Some, yeah. He uh, he went home this month. Does yeah. Ricky Bobby have a chick? No, no, Ricky, uh, Ricky, he, he's a trucker. R- Ricky don't have time for that. Oh, Ricky's trucking. What is about the Three Hills crew where everybody has to have a nickname? Well, everybody needs a nickname because you can't remember their real name. They come and go so quick. <laughs> if you don't have a nickname, you're probably not going to last long. Yeah. Coco, Gump, Spoon. Boner. 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 <laughs> Ricky Bobby. That's me. <laughs> so, um, well, Will, we uh, we thank you for your time, old buddy, and thanks for, um, you know, for bringing back uh, some good memories. Down Boys, have a good road. week in old Rodeo Town, USA. Will do, buddy. Thanks. We'll see you later, Will. Hey, make see sure that uh, Tom doesn't get on no Bronx today. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this episode. This one goes out to that poor girl. Well, I spent a lifetime looking that bit your ass you. like a cheeseburger. <laughs> She's sitting in the... Sitting in Prescott, Arizona right now. Smoking cigarettes and mats. Wondering what happened. All right, everybody. Thanks, Gags. Rump Chat Raw. See ya. Oh, uh, hold on. 
Looking for love down at Matt's saloon. It was a Monday. It was karaoke. What? She's uh, not a friend and a lover. Yeah. On that note, thanks, Gold Buckle Beer. Thanks, uh, you know, rodeopatch.com. And if you Love get a design made, please pay for it. Yeah. So. Assholes. Can we announce? We're going to announce on the next show where we're going to be in Vegas. Yes. we got some good stuff coming up. And Rump's uh, moving, so we'll uh, got some exciting things coming up in December in Big Vegas. See everybody. Bye. Oh, we need to send you a manscaped. Manscaped. Do you mow your yard? Manscaped. Rump Chat 20. Manscaped.com. Good gifts. Bye, everybody.